you're trying to even sell your product. Uh, your taglines are very, very important. Uh, the spelling mistakes, a little bit, little bit nuances here and there. Your placement of words, where I, again I say the harmony and the design part comes in. Hey there, welcome to the Chill Mom Boss Show. I'm your host, Michelle Hong, author of The Chill Mom and founder of four businesses which I built from home while raising three young children. This is where I'll take you behind the scenes of how mompreneurs, as they shared experiences and step-by-step strategies to help you live your best mom life and build a profitable and purposeful business. Today, we have Purvisha with us, uh, and we are going to talk about writing compelling content, because I know a lot of you mompreneurs out there, we want to create content, but we're not sure what we should put out, and what do people want to actually stop the scroll on Instagram and read about. Purvisha is the founder and the master trainer and the curriculum developer to the um, creative content writing program called Thinkers to Writer. So... Please help me welcome Purvisha. Hi, Purvi. Hi, hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, hi. Thanks for coming on. And um, before we start, before we jump into the actual tips for our readers, I would like to hear a little bit more about your background and how did you get started into this whole creative writing journey. All right. Okay. Hi. First of all, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to be on this platform. It's really an honor. And uh, yeah, well, a little bit about myself, I can say, born and brought up in India, uh, then migrated to Hong Kong 15 years back uh, uh, after marriage. My husband is been in Hong Kong since uh, last two decades now. And uh, I am a proud mother and a hands-on mother of two boys, two active boys, 14 and 10 years old. Uh, I have a background of interior design. I am basically uh, background and educated there. Always had a keen sense of design, keen sense of harmony, and always wanted things in a particular way. You can say uh, have been quite of uh, an OCD, you might say, a very mild OCD there with all the things to be balanced and things to be harmonized. I'm a voracious reader and a writer, so I think creative writing workshops were a natural progression for me. Uh, I saw uh, a lot of people out there in need, uh, because even if the products are good, or even for children, which is my actual target over here, uh, for studies, to understand or to think, it becomes easier. Uh, It comes naturally for many of us, and especially the kids today. But to actually consolidate the content and write it down on paper, readable material, legible material, uh, that's where the challenge comes. And I think that's where I walked in. Uh, And that's where thinkers to writers actually rightfully came into existence that uh, putting your thoughts to words, whether it is an essay, whether it's a writing, whether it's a short story, or in some cases, uh, if you're trying to even sell your product, Uh, Your taglines are very, very important. Uh, The spelling mistakes, a little little bit nuances here and there. Your placement of words, where, again, I say the harmony and the design part comes in. uh, That's what was my target, actually. That's what I wanted to achieve. I see. So how did you come to this, like, from being an interior designer and you're like, 
right now I want to teach writing. Is it because of your boys? You're teaching them how to write? Like how or you have friends who sort of like were struggling with writing? How how did you yeah go into writing? Uh, yeah, you can say both of uh, each, a little bit of everything that you mentioned. Uh, it, it began with uh, with tutoring or with teaching my children, my boys, to write the correct way. They, they were quite smart. They had a lot of technology at hand. They were into typing. They Oh, my God. They, they type at what speed? I'm not even trying to even. By the time I opened the cap of the pencil and uh, of my pen and they've already typed three lines or four sentences but putting pen to literally putting pencil to paper that's where I thought that they were struggling and uh, also a couple of a few friends uh, they they also were like quite encouraging you know because they saw my children succeed my boys uh, succeed and not stammering not stuttering having correct uh, trying to get correct uh, English and writing skills over there and that's where the natural progression happened and I had a lot of hands-on time at the same time I didn't have that much time where I could uh, pursue my designing career uh, with a full day job or something like that because that would take a lot of amount or a lot of amount of time a lot of amount of energy I still needed to be with my sons so this was quite good you know a few hours a day with my workshops this seemed ideal. Awesome. And something to check. <laughs> yeah, so when you first launched, right, I, I'm always curious about, okay, so when you have the idea, you've been, you know, your friends been asking you about it. So, like, so how do you start? Do you just, like, start with a website or you didn't even have a website, just jump into it and say, who wants to send their kids here? I'm running a workshop, right? Uh, yeah, so exactly. Uh, I was approached by a couple of people before that would you want to be interested in something like that, but then COVID hit and it didn't work out. And then I was also approached uh, with a social group over here who, because of the COVID, we were, nobody was traveling, people, kids were stranded in Hong Kong per se, uh, not traveling back home to India for their summer vacations. And then the summer workshops came, came into existence, and which were quite a success, six weeks of uh, writing uh, concept and from age, ages 18, 8 to 15 or 16-year-old children coming in, learning the basics of uh, writing. And just before that, I had thought of my summer workshops to come in. And that's where the Thinkers to Writers name, per se, came into existence. And uh, after that, yeah, the rest is history, as they say. And it's just one thing led to another, and word of mouth, and uh, yes. And workshops, right? Once you started the first one, people have seen results, you have customer testimonials, and that's when you can get the second. And then more ideas come in. So um, this episode specifically is not really, well, I guess we can touch about um, how moms can guide their children to write better. But I suppose like let's, mm-hmm. let's help our existing mompreneur first in their own writing, right? We need to right. kind of understand how we can write better before we become like coach our kids, right? So what <laughs> right. common mistakes that you see people do uh, when they're writing on social media or for, for business? Oh, wow. Uh, a lot, a lot of mistakes. Um, 
as I as I said in the beginning of the interview, also a little bit of a spelling mistake, the I's and the E's. Of course, I cannot say because it's not written and it's not typed. So thankfully, dotting the I's or crossing the T's is all taken care of. But um, uh, the words, the word placement, something like uh, a very, very simple, you know, because see, we have to see in Instagram on Instagram when people are, for example, promoting whatever their home products, their homemade products or jewelry or candles or clothes, attire, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the correct placement and the hashtags. I think people, I don't blame all moms, are, are the, the, uh, the generation that we come from and the social media and Instagram is the new toy that we have now. Uh, the hashtags are a little uh, overboard. Uh, so some of them the actually in between the caption or the hashtag. Yes. And uh, the, no, in between the caption, the yes. placements, and then the writing. What do you mean by, what do you mean by placement? Uh, because there are too many hashtags. There is too long right. sometimes. Uh, right. They uh, most of us, most of us moms, I think uh, they are just experimenting with it, and they want to give all the information of that one particular product on that page on that post. So, and that's where the placement of the words, the letters, and the, of course, the spelling mistakes come in. So your tagline, if, if you are actually looking at maybe 50 posts a day, 50 similar posts on your newsfeed, in between any mom, in between her job, her coffee break or lunch break, or even when she's a hands-on homemaker, and she's just put her feet up, for that 20 minutes before the kids come back from school or the or the next kid needs an absolute emergency color pencil which the other friend has at school and he has to have it right now before that before those 20 minutes when the mom is sitting and she's going through and she's trying to think okay let me buy some jewelry or i see this person's post quite often or this piece looks good but when you read the bio when you read that that's where my heart goes out and uh, you know that could have made could have been made uh much catchier if i might say uh beautiful it is but uh, the content could have had much more depth and uh, the tagline could have caught the attention because you know sometimes you're just mindlessly scrolling and something to stand out of those 50 posts is, I think, uh, maybe where I come in or where I can help the moms to write something catchy to get that attention. Because all of us, I think, don't spend more than three to five seconds on one post. And in that five seconds, you've got to achieve visually. Your brain has to achieve. All the information, all the data has to be registered by that mom in that 20 minutes that she might end up placing an order with you or DMing you for a prize and details. And at the end of the day, you might get some business. Yeah. Because that's what we all are doing. We all are here for. Yeah. Yeah. Hey there. I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking of starting a business, but you just don't know where or how to start, or you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything, but your business is still not growing. Consider Momentum, my month-to-month coaching membership to take your business to that next level so you can reach your goals faster, 
and Evium. You will also gain access to in-depth training, strategies, mindset coaching, and an exclusive community that is designed to help you define your purpose, clarify your strategy, and build a business and life you love. Head over to michellehorn.com forward slash momentum to join us now. So when you say tagline, that means um, when you scroll um, on Instagram, you get an image post and then right underneath, that's only like a, now Instagram shorten your, your caption to only show, I don't know how many characters, but literally yes. about one sentence. So make right. that very compelling to make one people to actually click on the read more button. Otherwise, it's like, exactly. yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Because, uh, uh, if, if you're giving those, those, those many characters, if you are trying, we are introducing or we are launching the new Diwali connection and then it's read more. Everybody else is doing it. Yeah. Correct. Or, uh, some, yes, the placement. The exact placement, what you're trying to uh, introduce, uh, how, what exactly you're trying to use, you know, it may be the product information. If it's a, if it's a unique product, if it's a new product, if it's something um, which is standalone from the 200 bags you've scrolled above or uh, another 50 necklaces, if it's a gate, if it's a gate, everybody else is doing a gate right now, but something different. Something about it. Give the basic information in those probably hundred characters which you are allowed in the Instagram, and then the read more button comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and avoid hashtags at that time. That would be my. That's right. That's right. And I think like one of the quick um, how to say example that I could give is like if let's say you're running a giveaway, just put mm-hmm. giveaway like a really big one first instead of going. We are so excited to announce that we are going to, by the time like that ends, people can't even see that's actually a giveaway, right? So just yes. highlight yes. what is you so important that would capture people to stop the scroll and then you can go on your long story, right? So that's the place yes. you're talking about. That's that's what I'm talking about, the placement and you, you correctly understood what I'm trying to say and exactly, that's it. Highlight what you are trying to sell. Highlight what you're trying to say at this minute. It's like, um, if I may add, like even in my creative writing workshops, I tell my children that you may think that the title is nothing. You may think your content is important, but no, to a teacher, if I have 20 odd students and all of you are given the same assignment, the same topic to discuss on, your title, your initial thing, which is written on that essay is going to be the determining factor for me to either pick up that child's essay first. When I know everybody is the same content, the same topic I have given for exam. I know it's that. So your tagline, your information, your title, your uh, book blurb, which is also as important as your title. Those are the things which is going to, with the attention span and unfortunately in the media savvy, the technology world that we all are living in, all our attention spans are very limited. We're getting lower, yeah, shorter and shorter attention spans. Yeah. So yeah, that's the first tip for you. Make sure that your your first word or your title has to be catchy. So that's one um, tip for mompreneurs for your own handwriting and also what you would teach your kids. Okay, if they're already writing composition and score, make sure the title. So do you advise 
people to write their title first before they go into the full thing or write the full thing first and then come up with the title because I have here like two school of thoughts there. Yes. So I, uh, I do not teach my children what they have to think. Okay. It can happen because they themselves can think and that's what they are. They just have to put their thoughts to work. Uh, see, sometimes a particular essay, a particular story is itself, it, it, it begins with the title. So sometimes the title goes first and then the, the title, the basic general idea is your entire story plot. So that sometimes it's just the story. The title itself is your story. The lead to your story is your leading man. Sometimes there are three options. A, you already have a title and you're writing, you're basing your entire story, your entire plot on that. B, you come between halfway to your story and that's when a particular dialogue, a particular scenario hits you, which has probably is not even your basic or your, your main plot of the story, but something which hits you. And you might want to put that as your, as your title, or you do both. And by the end, you absolutely change it. You absolutely change it and you put a third one, a completely new one. So before submission, proofreading comes in. Mm. and uh, that's where your title I mean just before you're submitting whether it's to me or to the publisher to anybody that's uh, proofread think about it it can be anything your story can be of um, for an eight year old or a nine year old a story is just going an amusement park or they will spend in Ocean Park on Halloween. That could be a story. So I am not asking you a Halloween title, which everybody is going to write for me, or an Ocean Park title, which everybody is going to There could be something in middle that happened to you. Your sandwich got messy. Something. You can even give that as a funny, witty title. Mm -hmm. To pick into so your title. To get yes, yours to play. Hey, what sandwich? <laughs> what is yeah, that? I mean, and then... Yeah, what is it? So, uh, yeah, so there are three scenarios. There's, uh, there is no uh, clear-cut uh, rule. There is no rule, per se, that you have to begin with the title or you have to have it at the end. You can even change it. You can change it three times before your final product. Is so think. That, that is where the key word is think before hitting the post button or submitting to the teacher in a kid's case or sending the email, send button, whatever, just proofread again. That would be my tip actually to everybody, to even the mompreneurs, to everyone. Okay, awesome, awesome. So that's okay. So that's tip number one. That's almost like tip number two. Okay, you can always come up with your title later on when you're like halfway through it and you're like, hey, this is like a more poignant point that I can put it out there that would grab people's attention. So let's put it out there as the first line that would be like, what? Okay, I want yeah. to read more to find out what you have what you have to say for the rest of your post or the rest of your blog post, right? Okay, that's awesome. Um, what about um, what uh, do you have another tip that you want to give our mompreneurs in terms of writing? Uh, tip I think is keep it simple for especially uh, social media posts which we all are working on and. As we've covered before, there are lots and lots of information. So everybody, just keep it simple. That's the most important tip number one or tip number three or all tips together. 
keep it simple, keep it real, keep it honest. That's it, because uh, whoever the consumer is, is also aware of many things that's happening simultaneously in the market. Uh, the consumer doesn't need to be bombarded with um, probably the history of this particular thing at this moment, at this point, when he or she is uh, scrolling down. So, yeah, keep it simple, keep it real. And then when the, the information is asked or when there is more uh, supply or demand process begins with whatever your product that is, that's where you can get into uh, the details and the history and the information and the instructions and everything, whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. Good point. Because sometimes we do want to like give everything to the consumer. We're like, oh, my God, I feel like I haven't told them these things. So I'm going to tell them this. And we're like, oh, my God, I haven't. So then this is like we're bombarding people with whole information. So make it to just maybe perhaps one or two points per post. And then when they have more interest, then you can sort of build up on that story with your following up posts. You don't need to give everybody like the whole 20 things in the one post. What are you saying? Yeah. Yes, uh, exactly. That's what my uh, absolute point has been. Uh, uh, or create a separate post. I mean, you know, if you are having uh, a particular thing, just just the first post, keep it simple, keep it real. Look at the amount of likes you're getting. Look at the DM requests you're getting. Look at the information. And by the end of that day or a couple of days later, create a separate post, I would suggest, mm -hmm. in which you have, again, a basic information given about it. Or put it on your story. People who are interested in your product in the first go, they are likely to give more interest and they are like to, likely to come back to you uh, with that questions, with those uh, information requirements. And that's it. And then you, you are sorted other than bombarding them with 25 different things and uh, losing the content in, in the middle, mm. the actual content. Yeah, yeah, losing the point of the content in the content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I've seen. I've, I've unfortunately mm -hmm. seen. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. Well, I think, but there is also another school of thought that says, you know, because we do want people to spend more time on a post, so therefore people are writing longer posts these days, so mm. longer captions. Yeah, Instagram favors it when people spend more time on your post instead of just scrolling away. But the first thing is to, how do you make people spend more time is to actually be captivating enough right at the start so that people will actually finish up your post, but still keep it to one or two points, one call to action and not just like, do this, do this, do this, do this. And all yes. this. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Keeping keeping key people uh, interested in your post for a longer time uh, is is like a, a double sided sword because yes, they can be. They might be wanting to read all those things that you've put in, but in, as I told you, the attention span is so low. By the fifth second or the sixth sentence, they're just there. Yes, they're there. But uh, I don't know how much the brain has taken. And uh, uh, is it the correct information you're trying to? It's like talking to your child. You're just talking and talking, but you don't know which word, which sentence the child is going to take. Yeah. So all the time, talking the correct words or the correct content is, is very important. Mm, that's where your creative writing comes in. <laughs> like, okay, so what next? Yes. What next? How do you continuously, like, even though it's a long post, 
you make sure that it's engaging from sentence one, sentence two, and sentence two, you're making people want to read more to sentence three. And it's not... Yeah, so uh, I think the chain, uh, don't get carried away. I think keep the chain if, if because there are, uh, most of the times all of us are multitasking, multi-products uh, advertising. So keep the post as a chain reaction. Keep it A, B, C if you're keeping it. Write it down on a piece of paper before just just coming and typing it at that time. That's yeah. where your spell checks also happen. That's where... Everything else happens. In, in, because, you know, what happens is when you're just typing at that minute, at that t- particular time, you might just get a text in your scroll down. Yeah. You might get a mm-hmm. telephone call in the middle. It could be anything. And you're, getting, you're going to get distracted. You might even have to come back to the post if there's some urgent call. So I think do it at a time when you're ready, when you know for the next 30 seconds or one minute. You're just going to be, so it's, it's always better. Go back to the old school, write it down, form it if it's an important thing and, and put it at ABC or asterisk it or star it or hashtag it, whatever you want to do. it, And then just simple paste it, copy paste or copy write or write and then uh, copy whatever suits you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So draft it somewhere else. Do not draft it straight onto Instagram because it's distracting. You got message coming in, someone going live, you got the notification. <laughs> like, what? Yes. I want to watch yes. that. And then like two yeah. hours later, you are still not done with the one post, right? Yes. So what exactly. I do is exactly. I open up my notes on um my computer and I type there because it's just mm. easier to type on my computer than on this like little thing. Yeah, and then I just copy from there and paste it when I'm ready to post. Otherwise, I do not open up Instagram and distract myself. <laughs> perfect, perfect. That's that's what I'm trying to say. You know, if, uh, and uh, that's what you will see yourself the quality of your post. You will see yourself. Uh, in fact, because uh, see, we all are our best judges. So when we have written it or typed it, you like typing, you type it on the computer, or I like to write. I'm still of the paper person and the pen person. I write it down and, and, and I see myself making maybe, you know, a comma here or a comma there or an exclamation mark here. There are so much you can do mm-hmm. and uh, you can shorten it. You can widen it. You can lengthen it uh, as you want. Because sometimes, you know, once you hit the post button, you said, oh, I forgot on the, the important information or, mm-hmm. oh, I gave too much. My page post is uh, unnecessarily long. Yeah. You know, and uh, not without uh, reaching its uh, audience or reaching its, giving out its content. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Proofreading, drafting, writing it at uh, before, and posting probably at a time when you know. I, I mean, I give, uh, I, I myself, you know, even I get a little distracted if I'm posting something for mine. So, what I do is I give myself five minutes to look through all the posts of other people and take. Instagram tells me you caught up and then I post mine, you know, so it becomes easier for me. I'm not distracted. Oh, there's something down. I need to see there's something up. I need to see or I missed that one. I I get myself caught up at the end of the day. I, I see everything what I have to see. So my brain is okay. I know I might even learn a few things from there. Mm, uh, so learn a few, it, right? Yeah, learn a few mistakes. What 
probably unknowingly the others have done or, or something get inspired by something else and uh, yes and then then edit it and then write it so in my head when instagram tells me you've caught up relax it's okay your day is done you can post yours that's when i start yeah i totally get what you mean because sometimes we're like you know our brains just kind of like i wonder what is happening i just want to like text it out because we're just too busy body wanting to like you know at least like you have that part of the brain off okay you've caught up now now just focus and do your own work true true exactly exactly i think we all suffer from like you know fear of missing out so you just want to do everything you want to be there right we we do that yeah 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 we all 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 of us the levels are vary but yeah yeah but you can also get too carried away or one thing leads to another to another to another and before you know like two hours has passed and oh my god i have anything yeah Give yourself yeah. a time limit. I actually like set. I like, on the phone now. You can set yourself a time limit. How much time you spend yes. on social media? So like up and down and like okay, that really snapped me back into like oh my god, I spent too much time today on social media. I better like that's a good idea. You know, dial it down, dial it down a bit less today and a bit <laughs> output instead of just you know consuming, consuming, consuming. True, 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 true. I, I agree. With so, um, we all should have so uh, you know, for our audience, if they want to know, um, get to know you better, and want to like find out about your creating, uh, writing course better, where can they find you? They can find me. Uh, I have a Facebook page with the same name as Thinkers to Writers. Uh, in Instagram feed, Thinkers underscore to underscore Writers is the same. Thinkers to Writers. Uh, I can. I am easily available on email. Uh, it's p u r v z seventy six at yahoo dot com. So it's purvs seventy six at yahoo dot com. And uh, later on, if there is more, we can also connect via WhatsApp and telephone call later on. I have a many, a uh, quite a few mothers interested on a Zoom or an online class overseas, not only in Hong Kong. So that's what uh, they check it out and then they either DM me or PM me depending on the handle that they're using. And then one thing goes to another, and you know, we can speak or WhatsApp or do a Zoom class, and yeah. Cool, cool. And it and it's open to everybody, the mothers, the children, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Specifically for children, right? From what age to what age, um, they'll be coming to you, or you'll be. Uh, I begin. Uh, I begin by eight. That's my ideal age, uh, because uh, because you know uh, the basic. Sentence formation and the basic alphabet has to be learned by the child because uh, I, I'm not doing that part yet. Uh, so yeah, uh, by eight, uh, then the grammar enhancement and the sentence formation, uh, the figures of speech, the literacy devices, everything is introduced. It depends. I have two things. Uh, there are older students who are just looking for the creative writing workshops, which are six to eight weeks, mm-hmm. and there are younger students uh, whose uh, the mothers. Uh, realize that you know they need the foundational training and then and then we go slower to the creative writing process. Uh, uh, so in so the creative writing um six to eight weeks uh, program, what 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 do you actually teach in creative writing? Uh, see, uh, creative writing is vast, uh, uh, and what I do is I introduce. I uh, it's an introduction to creative writing, uh, which which is a brush up every week a new topic. And what I do is I encourage, uh, it could be two things. It could be every week a new topic taught, but they can begin with the first story that they began in the first week. 
where the basic concept of essay is taught. And then every small detail is introduced. There is genres, there is point of views, there is writing with your senses, there is uh, twists ending, uh, the, the twists ending. So there is a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. So, uh, but yes, I tell my students to either they can every week with the new topic, but it's all interconnected. Either they can use the same story, which I love, because uh, it, it becomes like a baby by the end of the sixth week or the seventh week. And uh, the characters start uh, molding. There is a lot of things in, uh, involved in it. Or they can choose an absolutely new topic uh, for that particular topic that have been taught in class on that day, which we are covering. And uh, we can see how it is. It depends on what the child needs, uh, whatever the child is covering. But I think uh, I have seen nine out of ten children sticking to the uh, for the first story, which we do in the first class. It's like character development. At the end of it, they can like, if you yes. want to continue, you can develop it into a novel. Yes, <laughs> because it's 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 the uh, the first chapter. In fact, the first class is uh, focused on creating characters. So once you create those characters and then, you know, you don't want to, uh, you like to play with them and you can do a lot of things and kids really enjoy. And it, it, it all depends, you know, the eight-year-olds have a different characters and different sets and it, it, it's, it's encouraging. It's so great to see them write sometimes and uh, there are so many surprise package, packaging. The mothers who come and tell me, oh, my child hates books. My child hates reading. And they are the ones who write brilliantly. They have, in, they have a absolute clear cut insight of what they want the story to be or what their character needs to do. Wow. So, yes. That sounds yes. fun. That sounds fun. All right. Yes, it is. It is. It is so good. Yeah, I consider sending my children to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my eldest is eight. Um, so, and she absolutely loves Storybook. And I think the younger they are, the better because the more you know, creative they can be. There's no boundary. There's no, like, logical, like, oh, that doesn't make mm. sense because they're very imaginative still at this age. So I think it's a brilliant time to start them on creative writing and just let, you know, their imagination take them and build on their communication skills. True. Yeah, because they're very innocent and uh, they have no inhibitions. Mm. Uh, they are ready to tell what they want. They are not thinking whether it's uh, politically correct, whether it's not correct. Uh, yes, the inappropriate. They they are not. They are so innocent. They've not even reached the inappropriate yeah. part, or they don't even know. They, everything is yeah, and it's nice. It's so yeah. nice to see and uh, get into their psyche. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. I I I think we've learned heaps. You know, we've learned. Um, for moms themselves, how to create a good content. And then for them as well, if creative writing could be something that's beneficial for their children. So thank you so much for spending your time with us, Purvi. And when this is out, I'll let you know. And yeah, hopefully this will reach more people. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you have a more question, of course, you can reach out to um, michellehorn.com and Purvi directly. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. 
Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. You can also tag me at the Cho Mom or Momboss Dot Academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best, and you've got this.